What's up guys, it's Kate Gentleman, welcome to another episode of Shotlock. This is episode 7. Now, uh, a few things I want to mention before I actually start the actual episode. There is going to be uh, a change happening to the sh uh, to Shot Locked. Um, usually, I have three segments, uh, which is the postings where I talk about news, uh, reflecting report, which is where I talk about some current part of Kingdom Hearts, and Dream Dive, where I talk about some future aspect I want in Kingdom Hearts. Now, uh, if you've watched my episodes before, you know that I pre-record these episodes because I'm really busy with school and usually recording, you know, just right before I upload it is impossible. And uh, because of that, I am removing the postings from Shotlock. The postings was my news segment and recording, like pre-recording like a month or a month and a half ahead for news just didn't make sense because when I did upload it, it would just be so outdated. Like I think one of my news episodes talked about Big Hero 6 impressions. And by now, like I'm not sure if a lot of people really care and if it's even relevant. So I'm going to be removing postings and I may still do postings if like there's some kind of new story that I really care about and I really want to talk about and I may just upload it as like a, <clears throat> a regular video. But other than that, the postings isn't going to be part of Shotlock anymore, but uh, Shotlock still is going to have three segments. So what's replacing postings is a new segment I call Kingdom Countdown. And what Kingdom Countdown is basically going to be is uh, <clears throat> a segment where I do some kind of top 10 or top 5 or top whatever of anything related to Kingdom Hearts. And I thought this was a natural fit because if you haven't noticed, Shot Locked is pretty much uh, a templated form of the videos I already have in my channel. I already do videos about things that exist in Kingdom Hearts, I already do videos about things I want in Kingdom Hearts, and when I had the postings I did news videos. But uh, another type of videos I did were top 10 videos or top 5 videos, so I thought that would be a natural fit. And I think it could be really funny in a podcast format because Usually when I try to do top 5 or top 10 videos on my channel, I was really worried about the time. I'd be like, okay, I need to fit it in 10 minutes or I have to fit it in 8 minutes so people don't get bored. But since it's a podcast, I'll probably just like, you know, talk about it and give all the details I want and let it go on and on how much I want because it is a podcast. That's kind of the benefit of doing that. So yeah, it is called Kingdom Countdown. It is replacing posting. So the first segment is Kingdom Countdown, then Reflecting Report, then Dream Dive. And uh, you'll, you'll see that reflected in my schedule too so like monday is going to be the entire episode uploaded uh tuesday is going to be kingdom countdown wednesday is going to be reflecting report and thursday is going to be dream dive and it's still every two weeks <clears throat> uh, i'm actually recording this episode very late usually i pre-record episodes when i'm actually recording this episode on the saturday when i'm supposed to be uploading it on monday so i'm cutting it really thin i was just really busy with school and midterms and all that but yeah let's just get right into it with kingdom countdown Alright, welcome to Kingdom Countdown, my Kingdom Hearts countdown or top list series. Now I'm going to start it off with something that makes sense, my top Kingdom Hearts games. And I've done a list of this already on my channel before, and I was actually going to check the video just to see what my list was, but I kind of refrained from doing that because I didn't want it to kind of impact what my opinion is now. And something that was true then, I believe, and which is true now, my list I feel is like the most controversial list. It's I'm pretty sure like no one really has this list because I don't rate my list the way most people do. Most people kind of rate the list based on how you review a game, based on like, you know, if the story is good, if the characters are good, if it's fun, if it's, you know, gameplay, this, this, etc. They have like a proper scale which they rate it at. I don't care about that. The reason I play games is for fun and I purely rate it based on fun and experience. If I had a good experience while playing the game, that will put it higher on my list. Even if it's a bad game to most, if I had fun with it, if my experience was positive, if I remembered it in a positive light, that's why I, you know, kind of put my list together. A lot of people may not agree with that, but that's just how I like doing it because that is, you know, that just makes sense. It's more fun for me. And that's how I'm going to rate it. So yeah, this list may be very backwards for some of you, but uh, let's just get right into it. 
Number seven is actually before I start, actually, I'm also not going to be having Kingdom Hearts 0.2 in this list or Unchained Key. I feel like those two are kind of outliers. Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key isn't really a game which you can uh, compare with the rest of the games. It's kind of orange and apples comparison because it is an ongoing title and it is very different from any of them. And since it's not done, you can't really compare it. So I love the game. I play it like in bursts, but like that's not going to be in the list. And Kingdom Hearts 0.2, uh, kind of for the same reasons. I, I don't feel like it kind of, it's fair to compare this game with the rest of the 0.2. It's kind of its own thing. It's a very small snippet. It was almost just a demo for how Kingdom Hearts 3 would play. It was fun. I actually recently played it. I got Kingdom Hearts 2.8 maybe a couple of months ago, and that was the first time I played it. And yeah, like I liked it. It was very rough in a lot of ways. The combat was really beautiful, but again, rough, kind of felt restricting in some ways uh yeah but like i won't be putting in the list so there's gonna be seven kingdom Hearts games and i'm gonna list them <clears throat> so starting with number seven if you know me you know number seven for me is kingdom hearts one <clears throat> this is the only excuse me this is the only kingdom hearts game which i personally have not completed actually um i've tried to complete it i played it three to four times each time i just stopped somewhere because it's just very boring to me and the reason I, I i didn't i don't complete it is because not only is it boring to me and not only like the, do the con does the combat and all that feel kind of bad compared to other games obviously because it's the first game but also because this isn't the first kingdom hearts game i played i came into the series of kingdom hearts 2 when i was a kid so going back to kingdom hearts 1 was just very hard for me and just wasn't something that was going to work for me and so again like i said based on my experiences it just wasn't fun i just couldn't force myself to keep playing that doesn't mean i don't really know it i i have watched like let's plays of it i believe it's skyward wings let's play which i watched the whole thing on but uh it does mean that i do know it the least like if you ask me to like re-say the story like I, I probably couldn't say that well um i just didn't like the story at all like i know a lot of people love like the whole plot of the disney villains i think they had some kind of group and they were trying to do some plan or some shit but those are the main villains of the game i, I just didn't like that at all i thought that was kind of stupid not stupid but like when I play Kingdom Hearts games, I care about the actual Kingdom Hearts main main characters, the Kingdom Hearts original characters. So like in Kingdom Hearts 2, when I'm playing and I'm in the Disney world, I love the story and all that. But then like I'm I'm always like, when am I gonna get to the main story though? When when is the Organization 13 gonna come back and when is you know like the main story gonna come back? And whenever there's like Disney cutscenes, I'm like, yeah, it's cool, that's part of the game. But whenever the actual main story kicked in, that's when I was like, yes, yes, finally the game is actually kicking in. So when Kingdom Hearts 1, uh, when I played Kingdom Hearts 1 after Kingdom Hearts 2, and I saw that it was mostly just like you know Disney centric stuff and they were trying to make a plot out of that, it just really wasn't catching my attention and it wasn't something that i really you know care to play and it just wasn't doing it for me so that's why kingdom hearts one is at number seven uh yeah sorry if that offends you but uh actually put your list down below i think that's something cool with kingdom countdown it's a lot more involved each of you probably have some kind of list and even if you don't you could just say you most hated kingdom hearts game you most loved uh and kingdom hearts one is probably the only one that i kind of not hate that's a strong word but dislike I, I just don't like it in terms of gameplay or story or anything like that uh but it might be because i started with my you know one of my favorite games so number six again this is gonna be a downer for a lot of you but it is kingdom hearts birth by sleep i know this is a number one for a lot of people and in this case it's not like kingdom hearts one where i dislike it kingdom hearts birth by sleep i do like it every everything from here on i like it's just that i like the least from the rest and <clears throat> shit oh my god so the reason it's number six is because again based on my experience i remember getting it on the psp you know going to eb games that's the canadian's game the canadian GameStop, and yeah going to eb games picking it up and playing it and it was just not what i expected i think 
I'm not 100% sure. I think it might have been the first game I played after Kingdom Hearts 2. Because I played Kingdom Hearts 2 as a kid. And there's like a long gap. And then I'm like, oh, they're making another Kingdom Hearts game. And I know there's Retain of Memories around there and before, whatever. But Rift of Sleep was the next one that I played. And when I played it, it just wasn't as much as I expected. I was just imagining like a, a huge grand adventure. How I met, how I remembered Kingdom Hearts 2. And in Birth of Sleep, the stories were a lot shorter. I still to this day believe that they shouldn't have split it between th three characters, the story. Uh, or if they did want to do it, it should have been one continuous story as in like you play a third of the story with Ben, second third with Aqua and like say the last third with Terra. That's what I would do. And therefore they would be able to make the story three times as long because the way they did in Birth of Sleep of course is that you play the entire story with Ben and the entire thing with Aqua and the entire thing with Terra. But since you need, you know, the physical space or the memory to have all three stories, uh, you have to obviously shorten it because you're playing three characters, but it's the same story technically. And that's something that I really didn't like. I'm not the type of guy who like, enjoys that. I'm not the type of guy who likes replaying a game either. Uh, but that doesn't really work for Kingdom Hearts 2. I love replaying that. But in games in general, when people say, oh, I'm going to go back for a new game plus and all that, and I'm like, nah, I'm done with the game. I don't really have to go back. If there's small differences, that isn't enough for me to play the entire game again. And the same thing with Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. I played it. I played it many times at this point. I played it maybe like two, three times. <clears throat> And I liked the game, like I said, but it just was it wasn't something that I liked the most. The experience of me, I just I don't remember any like pure positives from the game. It was a really fun game. I loved it. I do love the game, but like in, compared to the others, I didn't like it as much. Uh, the story again was also like a somber, sad one, and that's that's not really a negative thing. But to me, just remember Kingdom Hearts still being all happy, poppy, things like that. Birth of Sleep was definitely more of a, a a lower tone, a more sad story. So j just for that experience, I put it as number six. Uh, number five, uh, now number five to three was kind of difficult because they're games that I played a long time ago, so like they could kind of shift around. But number five is Dream Drop Distance. Now I'm currently in the process of playing it again on uh, uh, on Kingdom Hearts 2.8. Like I said, I I started playing 2.8 a while ago because I just got it a couple of months ago. Uh, well, I stopped playing right now because you know school and all that. And uh, Dream of Distance is a lot. It's a lot more fun than I remember. I, I mean, I remember it being really fun. Again, uh, the experience was really good, and I'm playing it again. It is really fun. I really like it so far. the The worlds are very short from uh, from what I remember, and you know, it's a fun experience. I I really like the gameplay. I re the main thing I really love is the aesthetic. I feel like it's one of the most more colorful games i think i don't know what it is it might be just the world it might just be like th there is more color or because like dream out distance is like one of the first games where like there's actually like a bright color scheme where they use that kind of like hot pink and like for the logo so it might be that but like i really like the aesthetic of dream out distance and yeah like in terms of gameplay and all that the flow motion i really love it does feel a bit op at times because when i'm playing i just default to flow motion there's like a lot of bad guys i just flow motion to the wall drill them or flow motion jump and just like smack down and <clears throat> that's what I default to doing. But yeah, to be honest, I don't really have much to say because it's been such a long time since I've played it. And the reason I, I'm even replaying it so I can review the story. I really don't remember anything from the end. I remember the sometime travel business with Young Zaynor, but I don't remember what exactly happened. And I really do want to finish playing it before Kingdom Hearts 3. So I'm probably going to play it over my winter or uh, Christmas break. <clears throat> but yeah, that's number five. I don't have too much to say on that. God, my throat's dying. I'm sorry. I got drink water. This is empty. Nice. Alright, uh, number four is uh, Rechain of Memories. Again, like I said, this could kind of switch with Dream Out Distance. It wouldn't be that much of a difference. Experience is pretty much like Dream Out Distance. I really enjoyed it. I played it a lot later than like Birth by Sleep and Kingdom Hearts 2. Because uh, I, 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 I took on my PS2 again. 
and uh, I, I burned the disc. That's how I played it. Cause if you didn't know, when I was growing up, uh, all the games I bought, at least for the PS2, they were all burnt. And I didn't know this. My dad just used to take me to a flea market. He's like, pick a lot of how many games you want. I'm like, really? So like, there's just a list of games. They used to pick like four or five, and he used to give me them because they're five dollars each. Because the guy there just used to burn them and give it to us. And later I found out they were burned. But at that point, I'm just like, I found out how to burn CDs on my own. So I just did that for our PS2 games. And so I burned Reaching of Memories and played that. And I really liked it actually. A lot of people didn't like the card system. I loved the card system. I thought it was really polished. It was really well done. It was really interactive. I, I think I played it again recently for a bit. But I put it down again because I started playing Dream Distance. But I really like the game. It's really fun. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, there's just like, again, like the experience I thought was really positive. The card system was good. The The story, I think, is is good too. I think, yeah, I'm trying to recall it. Yeah, I, I remember enjoying the story. The only downer for, for me was that it was really connected to Kingdom Hearts 1 in terms of like the same worlds of Kingdom Hearts 1. And so you had kind of the similar story of Kingdom Hearts 1 where they were trying to... <clears throat> play through those stories slash worlds again and, and since I don't like Kingdom Hearts 1 I didn't like that aspect of it but something I really liked about Retain of Memories is that you gotta play as Riku and Riku's story <clears throat> and gameplay was so refreshing after Sora's because I, I, I remember Sora's being so you know uh, you have to do so much card management you have to have so, so, so much strategy which, with which cards you put in what order and so on but then when you got to Riku I forgot exactly what it was but I remember it's like they removed some kind of restriction for him where his combat was much more free flow and, it, and it, well, they added a different mechanic and I remember enjoying that a lot more and I actually I don't think this I, get, I beat this game either I think I still count me beating this game because I was on the final boss of Riku story but then I never ended up finishing it because something just came in the way but then I pretty much experienced the whole story and I think I just watched like last cutscene online so yeah reaching memories I really enjoyed the experience and I really liked it uh, a lot more than like birth of sleep in my opinion so like yeah that is number four number three blasphemy i know it's recoded now recoded i just had i just remember having such an amazing experience with it <clears throat> i was in high school probably grade 10 11 somewhere around there and i think i mentioned another shot like i'm sorry i used to take my ds to school because me and my friends played mario kart and sometimes when we are spares in line up spare is kind of like a period where <clears throat> it was like you don't have any class that's what a spare is in high school i don't know if that's what they call it in america but in canada they do and during spare if i didn't line up with my friends in a semester i would just play my own games and i was playing kingdom Hearts recoded and the story it was just so different from what it was and everything about recoded i loved i i love like the, the cyber approach i like i like the mini i really like the mini games and i remember being so <clears throat> immersed into the final boss the final boss i think was some kind of anti-sora and i remember he was so freaking crazy the boss he was like speeding around and you had to freaking block his attacks and fight him it could have just been my memory kind of like heightening it up the experience but i remember enjoying it a lot i love recorded the story i thought was interesting i'm like whoa this is cool this actually has a real story i actually enjoyed the story a lot more than like kingdom hearts 1 i'm like damn and I thought the I thought the the combat honestly seemed just like Kingdom Hearts ones from what I remember, but like the, it had like the ad, added mini games which I really enjoyed and honestly it's just I remember having such a fun experience. I like I vividly remember the time me finishing the game just laying down on my bed fighting the final boss freaking sweating and beating it. And I remember beating it on my first try and I was just so relieved. I'm like thank God I got that done and over with. But yeah I remember recorded being a really fun experience and that's why it's at number three. Number two, 358 over two days. I'm not going to go too deep into the reasons why I like 358 over two days because I think I mentioned it in a previous Shot Locked episode. And it's because not only did I like the story, not only did I like the change of pace where you're following the organization 13, the settings were completely different, the type of gameplay were different, we had some stealth missions and all that. Uh, the bosses, I think, were a real weak point in some cases. I remember one of the bosses being that treasure flying bird thing and you had to chase them. I remember that being really annoying. But the thing, but the reason this is... <clears throat> 
<clears throat> so high on my list is because of the multiplayer feature. This is the only Kingdom Hearts game which had an online multiplayer, which I really, really genuinely enjoyed the most. Birth by Sleep is a close second in terms of multiplayer. A 3.58 over two days. The fact that you could have four people and the fact that you could go through missions, the fact that you had a huge selection of characters, every organization, 13 character, Riku, Sora, Shion, Roxas, Axel, everyone. It was an amazing, amazing experience. I, those are some of my favorite moments of high school, just being with my friends or playing with my brother at home and going through missions. Us just as organizing 13 characters and just going through missions, trying to, you know, beat as fast as we can. And I just, I just really, you know, love those memories. So I feel like that's why it's so high on my list. Again, very experience-based, so that's why I really liked it. And number one, no surprise if you know me, Kingdom Hearts 2. First Kingdom Hearts game I ever played. One of the first games I've ever played in my life, actually. Uh, actually, no, that's not true. No, that's not true at all. It's one of the first games I remember loving a lot. Before that, I think I played Sega Genesis a lot. Like the Power, like Power Ranger game or something. But then the actual, you know, first full game. And I, when I played I'm like, oh shit, games are really cool. What's Kingdom Hearts 2? And I don't know. I, don't, I just don't know how to explain why I love it. It's my favorite game of all time right now. I'm hoping Kingdom Hearts 3 dethrones that, but I'm not sure. I just, to me, it just felt like a grand adventure. I remember just me, like, uh, being a kid and I was, I was past my curfew. I kept playing. I remember I was in Aladdin's world, and my mom telling me to sleep, and I'm like, no, I got, I can't, I can't sleep right now. I gotta beat this boss, and it was just an amazing experience. It was a grand adventure. The story I thought was amazing. Gameplay is one of the best I've seen. Visuals, and I've talked about this in a previous locked episode where I talk about the lighting effects and all that of the keyblades. I feel like it's still the best I've ever seen in a game. Everything about it, I just love, and I, it could just be me, be just being a huge fan of it and be, being such a big part of my childhood. But it is my favorite game. I don't really dislike anything about it. There are some roles I don't like, like Pirates of the Caribbean, but then like that's just such a minor thing to me where the entire full experience is just so huge. Being able, the final boss with Zemnis, being able to use Riku for that, that whole final boss, all the final cutscenes, all the extras they have with the data battles, uh, the lingering will battle, just everything about this game is such a beautiful package where I just I feel like it has to be number one for me and that's why it is number one. So yeah, that is my top seven list for the kingdom hearts games number seven is kingdom hearts one number six is birth by sleep five is dream of distance four is reaching the memories three is recoded two is 358 over two days and one is kingdom hearts two take it to the bank that's my list let me know your list down below and yeah i'm pretty interested to know what list you guys have because it, it depends because a lot of people like see the list and oh shit a lot of people see the list and they pretty much expect it it'd be like number seven is recoded and like 350 over two days, blah, blah, blah. And when you get to the top, it's like Birth by Sleep number two and like Kingdom Hearts 2 is number one or just switched. Or some people have Kingdom Hearts 1 as number one. And that's something that, that I expect. So like I'm kind of proud to have a list which turns every other list on its head. And yeah, that's the list I'm proud to have. All right, uh, sorry for the video watchers if there was some noticeable cut. Uh, the last scene I recorded was actually like a couple of hours ago. I had to come back to record the rest. I had some things to do, and if you're an audio listener, you probably didn't notice. But I am back. Uh, last time, I believe I was talking about uh, my top list for Kingdom Come Down. I think I finished it. I, I said my entire list uh, of my Kingdom Hearts games. and So now you kind of know what Kingdom Come Down is. This is what's going to be happening every episode. I'm going to be doing a new type of list, you know, that is related to Kingdom Hearts, obviously. So like maybe top nobodies, top heartless, top like clothes and can watch whatever the hell i want to do and i'll just be doing like this and as you can tell it's going to be pretty long uh the one that i just did was like maybe you know kind of rushed i didn't i didn't really give all the details i wanted because i do have to do other things today i can't really spend that much time recording today but you can kind of see that the episodes will be more longer than usual because like i am cutting postings on and postings wasn't really that long of a segment but uh, without further uh, without further ado let's uh, get to a reflecting report <laughs> 
All right, welcome to Reflecting Report. This is the segment where I talk about some current aspect of Kingdom Hearts and just talk about it, what I like about it, what I don't, and you know, how could we improve in the future. Now, the Reflecting Report topic for today are mini games in Kingdom Hearts. Now, uh, mini games are something that, you know, some people like in Kingdom Hearts, some people don't, and I just wanted to talk about it. Uh, I have a list of the mini games that I at least liked. These aren't all the mini games in the Kingdom Hearts games. I'm sure there are some that I'm missing, like in the older games, uh, like maybe a rec uh, rec Recorded. You know, I mentioned recorded, but the, these are the mini games at least that I remember off the top of my head. First of all, you got the mini games of Birth by Sleep. The ones that I remember the best was the racing one, uh, the crossbars, and like the Mirage Arena in general. And there was like a fruit ball volleyball type thing, I remember too. That was in Birth by Sleep. In Redo Distance, there was Flick Rush. In uh, Kingdom Hearts 2, there were the Winnie the Pooh mini games. In Recoded, uh, there were the mini games, you know, throughout the entire story. Yeah, like a lot of different mini games that you got to play with Asora. And uh, the Kingdom Hearts Unchained King, Kingdom Hearts 3 ones, Classic Kingdom, and I'm gonna be talking about that too. So, from these mini games, let me just kind of like lay them out and what I think about each of them. Uh, first of all, the Birth by Sleep mini games, I, I, I loved some of them. The racing one, I really liked. It's kind of cool having like kind of a kart racing type game in Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I can't remember how it controlled exactly, but remember it was pretty fun. It wasn't like my favorite mini game. I played it, you know, here and there, but it wasn't something that I played all the time. But it was something cool to actually have in Kingdom Hearts. And this actually kind of relates to episode six or five of shot locked i talked about spin-off titles i wanted kingdom hearts and i could 100 percent see they're making like a kingdom hearts kart racer kingdom hearts carts kingdom carts <laughs> kingdom carts uh, racer where it's just like you know they have they have like a freaking a bunch of characters in kingdom hearts now they have a shit ton of kingdom hearts characters they have organization characters they could put final fantasy characters they could put disney characters too make a huge kingdoms carts racer and that'd be amazing that could be an amazing spin-off title but yeah, so having a Birth by Sleep, uh, I, I liked. It wasn't, like I said, it wasn't something that I always played, but I liked that it was there. And I liked that Birth by Sleep actually had a ton of mini games. I forgot the world it was in. Like, I remember how it looks like it was called. It was where mini is and where you'd play the ice cream mini game. That was another one. You have to do the ice cream on. That one, it was more or less, that was okay for me. That was more of a kind of rhythm type game and I'm not the biggest fan of those because like I just kind of get bored fast from them but we had that too uh we had crossboards crossboards is probably my favorite mini game from Birth by Sleep a lot of people didn't like it but I really liked it it's kind of a Mario Party uh style mini game and I thought it was really fun I could always just keep playing again and again I thought it was pretty fresh and fun each time and that's one that I enjoyed the most because it was pretty much an entirely new game in Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep it was pretty robust and polished from what i remember so crossboards is something that i really liked in birth best sleep and the volleyball one i actually really enjoyed that one too again it was something that i came back to time to time but i remember that being pretty fun to do and during our distance you have flick rush uh again i don't think this is the most popular amongst fans but i really like flick rush at least when i played during our distance on my uh, 3ds or my brother's 3DS for the uh, the first time I played it. Um, I remember it being really fun. Uh, I really liked it. I played through it. I don't think I ever came back to it when I finished the game. I remember like at one point of the game, I just kept playing the Flick Rush. It was just really fun. I thought it was uh, made really well. And it's something I feel like could return in Kingdom Hearts 3 since they are Dream Eaters from what we've seen from the trailers. So I feel like something like that could come back. I don't know. But again, Flick Rush, I feel like it was really well made. And now that I think about Kingdom Hearts, many games in general are actually really well made. Like, they're not something that's some bullshit shitty minigame, at least for the most part, that they just stuff into the game. Like, these are actual proper minigames that they had. So, like, Flick Rush is another really good one on the 3DS. I haven't played Flick Rush on the Kingdom Rush 2.8 on the PS4. I'm not sure how that would work since you had to flick unless you use the PS4's touchpad. But, uh, yeah, I like Flick Rush. Kingdom Hearts 2, even though it's my favorite Kingdom Hearts game, I feel like I had the weakest showing of minigames. The only ones I can remember are the ones from Winnie the Pooh, and all of them were, like, pretty okay to me. It's nothing, like, I did it because you had to in the story, but it's nothing that I would ever want to go back to. You had the one where you're kind of going down a hill, 
Uh, I think with uh, Winnie the Pooh, and every time he falls off, I think you had to catch him. You had another one where you're in the air and you had to catch Winnie the Pooh. You had one where you're jumping on balloons. So they had a lot of mini games in the Winnie the Pooh world, but none of them were like anything substantial where I'm like, oh, I have to play this again. It's so fun. So I feel like Kingdom Hearts 2 probably had the weakest showing in terms of the mini games for Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Recoded, uh, like I mentioned in my um, Kingdom Countdown segment, I love the King uh, the Recoded mini games. I feel like each of them were pretty fresh and they were pretty fun. I never really got bored of it. Every time it came, came I was actually kind of excited for it because while some people don't like when there's like a random break in the game and recorded i feel like i just kind of wanted to take a break from the main gameplay and go into the mini games and i feel like it did add uh, a nice amount of challenge and it's something that i really enjoyed so i feel like the recorded mini games were implemented really nicely and i can't remember what type of mini games they had i remember there was like two or three different types maybe even more uh the, the only one i remember vividly is like a side scrolling one where sora had to go and it was kind of a platformer side scroller endless runner type thing and that's the one that i remember the most and I remember having uh, a lot of fun with that one but yeah i feel like the Mini games in Recoder were really fun, and th those the mini games in Recoder were one of the reasons why it's so high in my list, as uh, you heard from Kingdom Countdown. And lastly, Unchained King, Kingdom Hearts 3 Classic Kingdom. Now, this is kind of kind of uh, gonna be the main focus because the mini games I've explained what they were in the past and what they can be in Kingdom Hearts 3, and we already have a taste, which is Classic Kingdom. I really like how they're implementing it so um, so substantially in the world where it is actually kind of like a mobile device. Not a mobile device, that's something else. It's going to be like a, a gaming device, like a PSP type thing with Sora's going to have. And he's going to be able to play these classic these classic Kingdom uh, mini games. And I'm pretty familiar with all of them now because if you didn't know, they, implement them, they implemented all of them in Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key. And if you got to a certain score in all of them, you get to get the Starlight in Kingdom Hearts 3. I finished it like in a couple of days. It's actually pretty fun. I actually enjoyed them. From what I remember, there were five. Uh, I can't remember all of them off the top of my head. There was the one where you have to catch the eggs. There was one where you had to cook the sandwiches or hot dogs. Uh, there was one where you had to, with Mickey, kind of beat up these guys who were coming near you. Uh, there was the fishing one, and there was one more. Yeah, the giant one. I feel like the giant one was like the easiest one. Like, you can't really die unless like you just kind of get bored. Like I remember at one point like. I just had to die myself because I just kept going. There's really no need to keep playing. That one was like really the easiest. But I think the most challenging was probably the egg one for me. And the most fun for me was the one where you and Mickey had to like use the hammers and hit the guys who were coming to you. Because at one point it gets so fast and you just got to be like in trends and like being those bad guys. That was a really fun one. And and if these are the types of mini games we're going to get in Kingdom Hearts 3, I'm really excited. The aesthetic is an awesome idea. It's cool. Like the cue, the taking from like the old school Disney style. And it's something that I could really really see me actually playing for fun in Kingdom Hearts 3 where I'm just kind of maybe want to take a break from the normal gameplay and just play mini games for a while. I could actually see myself doing it. And I think I mentioned this before, which I know they're never going to do. I feel like they could make like good money if they actually sold the physical versions of the game. They probably wouldn't because it's in Kingdom Hearts and Chinkey, they wouldn't really uh, feel the need to, but, because uh, I remember having those type of games, like the Game & Watch type games, but like for like uh, Shadow the Hedgehog, I think I had one, I think I had another Sonic one, that I picked up from a garage sale or something, but if they sold us physically, I'd 100% at least buy one of them, it just seemed really fun, but uh, yeah, if they have those type of mini games in Kingdom Hearts 3, and I'm assuming they're going to be adding more, I don't think it's only going to be those five, Classic Kingdom, I feel like could be a really cool thing in Kingdom Hearts 3, and I think it's going to be, you know, like, like a pretty substantial part of it. I feel like it's not going to be something that's going to be like some shitty thing on the side. They're going to maybe add more as you go into the game. They might have given more information at this point. I'm not sure. I haven't checked the news 
recently because I've been really busy. But from what we see so far and from what we've seen in the past from the mini games they've added, I, I, I have full faith in terms of the mini games for them. And you know, I, I kind of argue that Gummy Ships is kind of a mini game in itself in Kingdom in Kingdom Hearts. In Kingdom Hearts 2, uh, you know, you have the sections when you have to unlock the world and you can play them again in harder levels. So you know what? I think I feel like mini um, Gummy Ships are to be considered as mini games too. And in Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, there was a new story which Nomura mentioned that he hired um, a game developer, a game company, someone who works on games that are focused on ships so the fact that he's doing that makes me you know have a lot of faith in Kingdom Hearts 3 that the gummy ship minigame segment itself is going to be really robust and really fun too so in terms of minigames I feel like I have full faith in Kingdom Hearts 3 I feel like I'm going to have fun with all of them and from the list I gave, uh, like I mentioned, I enjoyed every single mini game except for the probably Kingdom Hearts 2's Winnie the Pooh ones. It's not that I hated them, it's just I enjoyed them, but they're probably the weakest ones where I didn't really feel like I had the need to come back, whereas the other ones I, I enjoyed, thoroughly enjoyed all of them. So in Kingdom Hearts 3, if they do Classic Kingdom, if they do the Gummy Ship, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more surprises. I wouldn't be surprised if they did have something like uh, the Kingdom Cards idea I had from Birth by Sleep or something else in it. I feel like they will have something like that. I, I, like If they had maybe like a, some kind of Disneyland world, that'd be pretty awesome too, since they are adding the attraction flow idea and all that. Maybe have a world where all that is funneled into mini games. I feel like that could be a really cool idea with some kind of carnival mini games, ride mini games, and you know, what else like that. But yeah, I feel like that's a cool idea. And I, I think mini games is going to be a fun part of Kingdom Hearts 3. I know a lot of people are kind of like down on Kingdom Hearts 3 from what they're seeing. Um, not most people, but I've seen like some people who are kind of worried about it. I, I honestly am not worried. Uh, I'm going to accept whatever they give and the minigame just seems like a really good part of it. So that's pretty much all I want to talk about the minigames. Not too much to say other than that. Minigames that we've had and the minigames that I want to see in Kingdom Hearts 3. Classic Kingdom, I feel like it's just perfect. And other than that, what they had, I can see them reiterating. And if there's any new minigames I'd want... Um, I don't think there's any new ones that I want because like usually minigames is like whatever they feel like putting and I feel like the kingdom if, if, if we didn't have anything like kingdom cards or crossboard that's what I would suggest like some board game type thing or some racing thing but since they've added it as as long as they have something like that along with classic kingdom or even if they don't add that I just make classic kingdom like very large in terms of library I feel like we'll be fine so yeah that's pretty much all I want to talk about in terms of reflecting report and let's go to dream dive. Welcome to Dream Dive. This is my segment of Shot Locked where I talk about new aspects that I want in the future of Kingdom Hearts. Now, I had a very hard time thinking of an idea for Dream Dive uh, this week, like I said uh, in my housekeeping section of Shot Locked at the start, where I had to I have to record this really fast and have a turnover in two days because I'm recording two days before I have to upload this. And uh, the, pretty much I have one line written for Dream Dive and that is controlling party members. I was desperate to ask my brother for a topic and this is what he gave me. So controlling party members. I thought that was actually a really interesting thing that we can delve into. And again, if you, this is the first time you've been in Dream Dive, this pretty much, I give an idea of something new I want in Kingdom Hearts, and then through your guys' participation in the comments, you guys can also build on top of it, and I'm just going to be giving like a vague idea and passing it off. So, controlling party members, I think is a really cool idea. Obviously, it would be a lot more strenuous on the developers to be able to do that, because when I say controlling party members, I'm imagining something like the Lego video games where you press triangle or something and you just go to the next character and you can use them. So if you had Sora, Donald, Goofy, you press a button and then you're controlling Goofy, you press a button and then you're controlling Donald. I feel like that, that adds an entire layer of strategy, which would be pretty amazing. And honestly, I'm really open to Now that I think about it, my other favorite 
RPG is the E series and one of the mechanics that they usually if not always have is that you could switch between your party members because each party member has a different advantage like you have a striker party member which is your main character you have one that's more of a brawler and you have another one which is more of a piercer with like with arrows or spears or something and while i don't want kingdom hearts to go down that path necessarily where they have advantageous things which work better on heartless which they can add i think it would just be cool for the fact of playing as goofy or playing as donald but the only reason i feel like it's 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 not necessarily going to happen. It'd be way too big for it to happen. Is because of the game Kingdom Hearts is. Kingdom Hearts is a game where you get two, and now with Kingdom Hearts 3, maybe three or four new party members each world. And if you assume there's like, say, seven worlds, and you have three for each, that's a lot of movesets you're going to make, and a lot of complete playability for each character if you're able to switch to them, so which is why I don't think it's going to happen. But this is a dream dive. This is just something that it's a hypothetical, which I would really want to happen. So... I, I just feel like it's a cool concept if you think about it. Because, like, say at some point of the game, it's Sora, Riku, and Kairi. Imagine just being able to switch with any of them. I'd, like, I'd just, like, stick with Riku, if I'm being honest. He's my favorite character. And playing with him with a freaking Braveheart, it'd be amazing. And in terms of mechanics, I feel like... I, you know what? If they did do it, like, the E-Series, I can see it being like that. Because, like, in the E-Series, if you haven't played it... Like I said, there's a brawler, there's a striker, and there's like a piercer. And if you come to an enemy, say like with the striker, and you're too weak against it, you turn to the brawler, and then you'd be able to fight it uh, easier. And if they wanted to do to to do that with Kingdom Hearts, I can see that. Like, for example say uh sora is fighting an enemy and the enemy is kind of shielded and he's more like heavy and sora's just like not doing that much damage you can maybe switch to goofy maybe goofy's the stronger one or at least because he is the more defensive character maybe he'd be better at it and then if you have a character that's in the air and you're trying to use sora and you're just not doing that much damage switch to donald use more magic on it and that would do more damage so i can see something like that if i'm being honest that isn't really a bad idea if you play with the kind of advantage rock paper scissor type element to it and i can really see that happening <laughs> But, uh, again, I don't think that will because since Kingdom Hearts 3 isn't just going to have three members, including yourself, I think we've already seen, like, you can have more than two party members along with you now. So the advantage thing would be kind of a thing that would be too hard to do. And uh, it, just, it just wouldn't be feasible to be able to play with all of them. But this, but if they had it, it would just remind me of, like, 358 over 2, uh, where you got to play as everyone in the online mode. I just think that would be really cool. And it'd be a fun feature to add. But when it comes to the actual um gameplay like they obviously all have to have kind of separate movesets that kind of you know match each of them uh sora would have how his is i feel like riku his is kind of defined too as you see in um uh kingdom Hearts 2 but the more i think about it it can it can happen if you think about it because they already do fight in certain ways and if you're just able to control it you, you could see it uh, being possible because riku was playable in kingdom Hearts 2 um as long as they have their own moveset it'd be cool if they each had their own maybe specialties in magic let me say sora's specialty is like some subset of magic say he's good at fire magic or something like that and that's just the ones he does the most damage in or maybe like he's like neutral in all of them but then you can upgrade certain strengths with sora and then with Riku you could do another one maybe there's dark magic that he can do that sora can't do and donald's probably better in all of them and goofy sucks in all of them or something like that i feel like as long as you vary it'd be cool but then it'd be hard with all the disney characters but uh controlling party members i feel like is a really cool idea and something that you can really delve further into and there's really not much more to say than that if i'm being honest this is a really short dream dive i know but i think it's just like a really awesome like uh, idea or like potential from the game that 
you can kind of think of and I feel like it could be possible one day in the future and maybe as a spin-off game like I mentioned in one of my other episodes where you could have a spin-off where it's like a two-player game then you could kind of see it explore this more but controller party members I feel like at one point will maybe happen I feel like that's the smart thing because you hear it online all the time where like uh, people are asking, oh, are we going to be able to play as someone else in Kingdom Hearts? And I think the already confirmed you are going to be able to uh, play as someone else, but you didn't confirm who. I'm betting on Riku, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's, if it's also, like, maybe Kyrie or, like, maybe even Lee or someone like that. But I, I feel like in one day we may get this wish as, as a hardware as a hardware kind of supports this much you know complexity i feel like one day we may get to it uh as we see we can have more party members so one day maybe we'll be able to control those party members but yeah that's pretty much all i want to talk about uh dream Dad reflecting report kingdom countdown let me know if you enjoyed my kingdom countdown if you did uh, see that part if you're just watching dream Dad right now i thought it was a really fun idea i really enjoy doing it and it does you know lengthen my episodes more too because there is more to talk about in a kingdom countdown uh remember to uh let me know your opinion down in the comments below if you had anything to say about any of these topics i hope you enjoyed this episode of shot Locked. if you have any suggestions for further topics in any of the segments let me know down below i'll probably you know use it in some episode and i'll credit you for it of course and yeah that's my episode i hope you guys enjoyed remember to like comment subscribe share it with your friends and uh, i'll see you later